Footprints presents The Incredibles, a series where you meet ordinary but incredible individuals. Smile. Smile sweetly. One, two, three. 我从相机里面看老人 I looked at elderly through cameras and they look back at me in the opposite direction When we look at each other I felt all the troubles and the hassles were a small piece of cake 这里是小儿科上面每一个老人他不想孩子们忘记他们 elderly people don't want to be forgotten by their children they want to leave the best photo of themselves possible as a reminder that they once lived in this world. The real death is that no one in the world remembers you, is the most quoted line in the animation film Coco. Many of the tens of millions of elderly in rural China have never had a portrait photo taken for their loved ones to remember them after passing away, a photo considered indispensable in life. In this episode of Footprints, we'll tell you a story of one journalist turned photographer who tried to make up for such regrets of many village seniors. Stay tuned. Smile more happily. Open your mouth. Wow, you still have teeth. Smile. Smile sweetly. One, two, three. It's a normal day in the countryside of Shangluo City, northwest China's Shanxi province. A grey-haired granny is sitting in front of a red cloth, facing the camera for the first time. She is a little shy at first, but when the photographer encourages her to show her teeth, her face breaks into a big smile. <laughs> the photographer, 37-year-old Yang Xin, wastes no time in capturing her earthy and cheerful looks in the frame. The portrait photo has managed to retain the image of the old woman and is to be used as a memento when she passes away. <laughs> Yang Xin and her team have been taking portrait photos for senior villagers since 2018. Because of her height, people call her Tall Sister, an endearing nickname. In stalking feet, my height is 1.78 meters. Wearing shoes, I'm 1.8 meters. So people love to call me Tall Sister. I feel good about that, because this nickname sounds young and energetic. Yang Xin is a journalist of a local newspaper, Shangluo Daily. As she traveled between different villages in the countryside, she often came across many old people whose children are migrant workers who've left home to work in cities. I like to take pictures of senior villagers. I once met an old man and we had good chat. He was very happy. So I suggested that we take pictures of him as a gift. When he saw the pictures, he smiled so happily. He said after he passes away, those photos could be used as posthumous portrait by his children. In villages, after people pass away and before being taken to the cemetery, their children will carry their portraits, followed by their coffin, relatives and other mourners. 
It is a rural funeral tradition that has been passed down from ancient times. After the funeral, these photos will be placed at home for commemoration purposes. Sadly, some elderly live their whole life without leaving behind any images. On one occasion, Yang Xin came across a farmer who told her that an elderly man had passed away in his village, but there was no photo portrait of the man available for the funeral. His children had to lift the body of the dead man and take a picture as the last and only image of him. Later on, as Yang Xin visited more elderly people in the countryside, she found that few elderly farmers had ever had the chance to have a portrait photo taken. Compared to the elderly in the city, most of them are still using obsolete mobile phones which don't have camera functionality. Many of them have never had a photo taken of themselves, let alone gone to a professional studio to prepare for that one last photo. In the case of many elderly people, their families use the photos of their ID cards as posthumous portrait, which are often very blurred when they are printed out as a large-size photo. Many elderly pass away in a sudden, unexpected way, so they don't have a specific picture prepared as the posthumous portrait. On another occasion, back in 2017, when she visited a widow villager's home, Yang Xin noticed on the table there was a roof tile with a piece of white paper and a name written on it. That was meant to be a memorial tablet for her husband, who had passed away without leaving any images for her to hold on to. So I asked her, do you still remember his look? She said, it's been more than 10 years since he died, so I don't remember it. Yang Xin felt pity for the elderly woman. That was when Yang Xin decided that she would take photos of village seniors for free. Once I heard, the real death is that no one in the world remembers you. The only thing you can leave in this world is other people's memory of you. If you don't even have a picture, your memory will eventually fade away. She gathered others around to join her quest. In the past four years, Yang Xin and her team have taken photos of nearly 3,000 elderly villagers. At the very beginning, she had concerns about the seniors' possible response to their offer, because death is a taboo subject in Chinese society. However, her initiative won support from local village officials, and senior villagers were also enthusiastic about the activity. Every time, no matter how early we were there, the elderly would always arrive earlier than us. When they heard about a photo shoot, they would put down whatever they were doing and rush to the venue. To them, it's a luxury to have such a picture taken, and they participated actively. After they had their photo taken, the seniors would tell their neighbors, so then more people came along. Some would even ride a motorcycle to a neighboring village to inform the elderly people there. Some would use tricycles or tractors to bring three to four people at a time for shooting. Some people were brought to the site in wheelchairs. And for those with mobility issues, we would go to their homes to take photos for them there. 
Young Shin says the elderly were very well aware that they were going to have a posthumous photo taken, which is why they would attach great importance to it. These elderly people don't want to be forgotten by their children. They want to leave the best photo of themselves possible as a reminder that they once lived in this world. And they once made great contributions to the family. They may not express it themselves, but deep in their heart, that's exactly what they long for. Yangshin believes behind each photo shoot is a respect for life. She and her team add solemnity to it by sticking to professional norms. A complete shoot usually involves Yangshin and her team going to a village three times. The first time, they get a general idea of the number of elderly people in need of a photo, so they can prepare accordingly. Then they visit again to take the pictures. Before taking pictures, they tidied them up a bit, brushing dirt off their clothes and combing their hair. For those with long hair, they'd make plaits or buns for them to look neat. A nice image is what they want for these elderly people. There was one time when we were taking the pictures of an elderly lady whose hair was messy. Our volunteer offered to braid her hair. She was a little embarrassed. The volunteer quickly gave her two braids and coiled them up. She was very touched. In the countryside, some elderly find it difficult to wash their hair because they can't physically bend over, and there are no bath facilities at home. Some people think they have dirty hair, so they are embarrassed when other people help them wash it. That elder lady I mentioned took our volunteers by the hand, saying, you treat me more carefully than even my own daughter. Currently, there are 18 people in the team, and nearly 200 volunteers have worked with them. Most of them are local citizens who come to help in their spare time. Often the volunteers talk and laugh with the elderly, chatting with them about their daily life. This creates a relaxing yet live atmosphere at the shoot. Yang Xin and her team are skillful in helping the elderly show their most beautiful side. When taking pictures, our volunteers will keep doing something to amuse the elderly people. Also, they will help the elderly people make different facial gestures under the photographer's instructions. We'll then take some snapshots. For some elderly people, it takes two to three shots before we think we have a good photo. But for some, it takes dozens. We'll keep talking to them during this process. For instance, we'll see something nice about their attire. That makes them well disposed to us and they will smile. That's when the pictures are taken. As Yang Xin raises her camera, the villagers often smile from ear to ear into her lens. Born in the countryside in the 1980s, Yang Xin has had a deep affection for the soil and country life since childhood. As a kid, I farmed with my parents. I still have the memory of carrying a bottle of weed from the mountains and put it on a cart. I also remember working in the cornfields. 
At that time, we still relied on cattle to cultivate land. I liked to pick wild dates in the mountains while listening to the saying of birds. These are especially beautiful memories of my childhood. So I have special feelings for the soil, life, and the people in the countryside. Every time I go to the countryside, I think of my childhood. Yangshin's father is a veteran soldier. After leaving the army, he became a Chinese medicine doctor serving rural communities. Traditional Chinese medicine skills have been passed on in my family for generations. After my father retired from the army, he inherited the medical skills from my grandfather and became a doctor. It only takes my father a few minutes to fix a dislocated arm of a country kid. Many elderly people in mountainous areas have to stay on bed due to paralysis. It's difficult for them to go to an urban hospital, and they are unable to afford medical expenses. My father will travel a long distance on a motorcycle in order to treat those elderly people. He only charges small fees, sometimes nothing at all, for his service. Yangshin says she saw the integrity and dedication of a soldier in her father, and she wanted to become someone like him. In 2006, Yangshin left a blood sample at a clinic when she was a college student in the provincial capital Xi'an. Eight years later, a leukemia patient's match was discovered. Realizing that it was a life and death situation for the patient, she agreed to donate stem cells without hesitation. I thought it was a miracle. When I got to know that the match was successful, I felt very lucky because the odds were one in ten million. So I didn't give a second thought. I immediately agreed to donate it. During that period in hospital, Yang Xin had a close contact with disease and death for the first time. I saw both adults and the kids who were receiving chemotherapy. They had lost hair. I heard children crying in a heartbroken way. It was the first time I felt so close to death. The smell of death was everywhere. And I felt so depressed inside the hospital. One day, an old man asked me, "How and why are you here? You are still so young." I told him that I was a bone marrow donor, not a patient. He was very excited and said, "You are wonderful. You need to persist." He then told me stories of patients dying because donors abandoned donations. At that moment, I thought. Since I was in hospital already, I must bring hopes to the lives of other people. According to the regulations, the hospital didn't allow direct contact between bone marrow donors and recipients. After the donation, Yangshin asked medical staff to convey her best wishes to the patient. I asked a local painter to draw a Chinese painting for me to give it to the patient as a gift. It is a picture of the cold plum blossom in the winter. I wanted to tell that patient that no matter who he is, old or young, I hope he can be as tough as the plum blossom, 
and wish him to get well soon and beat the disease. When I gave it to the doctor, the doctor told me the patient had a letter for me. Sometimes fate is coincidence. Yangxin learned from the letter that the patient who received her bone marrow was a single mother who is of the same age as her. She wrote in the letter that she thanked me very much for giving her a second chance in life, so that she could go on living and spend time with her child. She told me that she was so grateful for life, and after recovery, she wanted to help others through her own efforts. At that time, I felt so happy that my decision not only saved her life, but also gave her strength and warmth to help others. I realized that kindness and love can be passed on like a torchlight. It's all worth it. That experience motivated Yang Xin to do more for others. She transformed her understanding of life into a public welfare practice. Shangluo Rainbow Welfare Center was founded in 2017. It is a non-profit organization which aims to help elderly people and left-behind children whose parents are working away from home in rural villages, including taking pictures for the elderly. Now, whenever Yang Xin visits a village, the seniors make it an occasion to dress up. They wait patiently as the 37-year-old woman sets up a red cloth background to photograph them. According to Yang Xin, at the beginning, two colors of background cloth were made available, red and blue, but later she found that most people preferred the red one. Our village people regard death at an old age as a joyful ending. We have such sayings of joyful occasions in red and white, that the red ones are weddings and the white ones refer to funerals. When a funeral is held in a village, people set off firecrackers and ask the rural theater troupe to sing songs and play traditional Chinese musical instruments. People celebrate the farewell in this way. Yang Xin further explains that in traditional Chinese culture, red represents good fortune. The seniors choose red as their photo background because they have a positive attitude towards death, an attitude far more positive than she had expected. It's our custom in the village that old people prepare funeral shrines and other objects for themselves. We see many of them have placed coffins in their houses. They face death directly and briefly in this way. It's a very positive way of living. In order to help the elderly gain a sense of ceremony, Yang Xin sets up a photo exhibition wall every time she distributes them to villagers. Over time, such a posthumous photo exhibition turned out to be a big moment in the village. They'll find the photos of themselves first after coming here, then look at others' photos. Seeing the photos, they laugh happily like children. They will chat with each other, saying, you look good on the photo. They praise each other and compare each other's photos to see who had the best one.
Young Shin says she could read from their happy faces that with portraits taken, they feel that they have lived a complete and fulfilled life. These are also moments that Young Shin felt fulfilled with a great sense of value in her life. Young Shin recalls one time a man came to collect his photo. He was so happy. He performed Shanxi Opera or Qing Chang to show his gratitude. Qing Chang Opera is one of the most famed singing styles, which originated in northwestern China. The tones of the ancient singing style are unique when expressing pathos, love, hatred, and other emotions and sentiments, usually in a very loud and passionate way. With villagers' laughter as its background, his singing created a mournful yet not despairing atmosphere. It was sadness being embraced with open hearts. Yang Xin had mixed feelings. For many senior villagers, these might be their last opportunity to catch up with their old pals. The elders rarely get opportunity to interact with their peers because they live separately in their own homes. Some of them actually lead remote, lonely lives. We can sense the isolation of the empty nested seniors. Therefore, we hope that the photo-taking activities will make their routine lives more pleasant and colorful and combat their inner loneliness. Again and again, Yang Xin meets lonely eyes through her lens. Again and again, she also rejoices at seeing the old are growing older with peace of mind. I looked at elderly through cameras, and they look back at me in the opposite direction. I have seen thousands of pairs of eyes of elderly like this. When we look at each other, I felt all the troubles and the hassles were a small piece of cake. Like many people, Yang Xin once feared death. To her, death is the unknown world of darkness. But every time she sees the elderly holding their photos, laughing happily, she empathizes with the strength and beauty in their lives. Sometimes she wonders about what the afterlife world would be like in the eyes of those villagers. What are the colors there? And how does heaven smell and feel? Curiosity replaced fear. To accept and cherish life becomes her freshly learned tenets. As we bring joy and comfort to the seniors, we gain happiness back as a reward. From the seniors, I learned that death is not despair. It's just human nature. No one can escape from such a fate, and all you need to do is just accept it with a peaceful and open mind. We only live once, therefore we need to cherish everyday life, live actively and positively, treat others with sincere hearts. Taking photos for the elderly has taught her so much. Now Yang Xin believes that only after you have learned how to face death, you will know how to cherish and live a meaningful and fulfilled life. For the villagers to live a better life, Yang Xin has observed that the material well-being of rural people has been improved in recent years, thanks to China's efforts in poverty alleviation and rural revitalization. However, their spiritual life remains an urgent problem, 
and a challenge faced by family, society, and the government. Their true needs need to be met. However, they rarely ask that from their kids since they don't want to bother them. Many elderly people have dedicated their entire life to their children. What they care about is the image they leave for their children and grandchildren. The senior villagers' needs are simple and basic. Chatting with them for a short while will make them happy. They are so easy to satisfy. They need more love. What's worse, according to Yang Xin, is that many children who work in cities probably have no idea that their elderly parents have already made considerable preparations for their farewell, such as what to wear at the funeral. To call for more attention to be paid to the problem and love and care for aging people, Yang Xin has posted videos of her initiative on the social media platform Douyin. They quickly attracted a large number of users. Her account now boasts more than 33,000 followers. Many netizens have left positive comments about her video posts. Some have expressed their thankfulness to Yang Xin for reminding them about their elderly loved ones back in their hometowns. A girl left a comment and told us that her grandpa passed away suddenly, and his portrait photo we took was the best one of him ever. Some people say Yang Xin has inspired them to take portraits of their parents and grandparents, and has exerted a positive influence on their lives. Such encouragement motivates her to carry on, though it has always been difficult for Yang Xin to raise funds for what she wants to accomplish. Most of her operational fund comes from netizens' donations. She needs to raise more to fund her future work. In order to raise money, she has even set up stalls in the street. Here is a video Yang Xin has posted online. On the screen, we see Yang Xin and her team merrily playing with a bonfire by the county riverside after a day's volunteer work. The prospect for her fundraising is uncertain and difficult to predict. But one thing is sure for Yang Xin: that is, she is determined and will continue to bring warmth and light to other people. Because this is the meaning of the life she has discovered in helping the elderly in the countryside. I never imagined that our posts were so popular and well-liked on the internet, and the images we took for the elderly would be viewed by hundreds of thousands of netizens. Each family has senior members, and everyone will grow old and will say goodbye to this world one day. For someone who needs to say goodbye, I feel it's necessary to take a photo for them, to keep their smiling faces and happy moments forever. I want to tell people, please remember them. They are the mirror of yourself. With that, we conclude this episode of Footprints. Thanks for listening. Special thanks to our reporter Lu Chang. I'm Bob Jones. If you're interested in hearing more about the lives of ordinary people in China, follow us on Apple Podcast. Just key in "footprints" and you can find more stories anytime, anywhere. We'll see you next time. Bye for now.